Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another episode of the Bot Lobby Podcast. I'm Grandmaster Joe. This is Katie. And today is an emergency episode because the Call of Duty League Resurgence Rebirth $100,000 Tournament. Some of the CDL teams started announcing, well, some of the players that they're playing with. It's a little bit crazy. There's been some transitions and we have our qualifier teams. I'm here to break it all down with Katie, of course. But we have our very special guest, Katie. Introduce our amazing guest today that decided to hop on five minutes before we started. Well, he's a legend for that, and he's a legend in Warzone. We're bringing on Unrational to talk with us about the teams, uh, his teams, the teams that have been announced, the qualification teams who went through the gauntlet of the open stage and the qual stage. Uh, some of those players actually in chat right now uh, to kind of go over things um, and and his thoughts about everything that's been happening as all these teams start to start to announce. So yeah. welcome, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. First of all, how are you feeling? Uh, I know your team has not technically announced yet, but right. as you start seeing some of these teams start releasing, I feel like we should just open, we should let the cat out of the bag immediately with the LA Thieves. I mean, we all know we're confused slash excited slash really frustrated by the fact that Alvin <laughs> is playing with 100 Thieves. So give us your thoughts. I mean, honestly, like it wouldn't have been a real competition if they weren't playing together as, as we all know. And I mean, like, I, I know personally, from a competitive standpoint, I don't care who I'm playing against. It doesn't like there's no no standout team ever. It's like I I I want to win and I want to win at the best like at at the same way that everybody's playing at the highest competition. You know, I don't yeah. want to I don't want an easy way into the win. It's like I feel like 100% they should be playing together, and it makes sense that they're playing together. So um, I'm I'm honestly glad to see it, but at the same time. The way that some of these um some of these teams in the pools are placed is just yes let's talk about it we only have a couple teams announced we want to walk through some of our yeah. qualifier teams as well because those teams really earn their right to be here um I, I think the general consensus which is the the pool that you're in group a is unreal oh, stacked it, yeah. it's, it's bad i mean you even dm me and i know we're we were trolling a little bit, but like, did they do this on purpose? I think there's a real conversation we could have. Let me read out the teams in- The uh, answer to that, by the way, oh, you whenever do? you want. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, let's read out the teams in semi-A first, then we'll go to B later, but let's talk about A, because I know this is a big point of contention. We have LA Thieves, which is, of course, TBE plus rated, which makes a lot of sense. They're going to be fantastic. We have NYSL. You can only imagine that's Aiden squad. You know, somebody like a Smith is probably a part of that group. We'll see who some of the others are. You have Paris Legion. I'll be curious to see who they end up bringing on. You've got Optic Texas. I would assume you're going to see somebody like Z laner on that list. You have LAG. You're going to see Unrational on that list. You're going to potentially see the people he always plays with. You know, hint, hint, wink, wink, probably. Florida Mutineers. I mean, they're going to have a great squad. Then you have your, your qual teams. You've got Grev's team. Fantastic squad dad bods incredibly you just out paris like that damn no i did say i said i paid we, just don't, we don't know who they are yet yeah we don't know who the team or the players are yet team diverge very solid team and then jackal's team very solid team so like i mean when you look at it semi a comparatively based on what we know and the people we suspect to play on those teams that's that's like the best warzone players in the game right now right and i i take a look at this and so a little bit of a spoiler um since I write articles with CDL, uh, I know the teams. So uh, some of them are announced. I can't say all of them, but I can confirm um, to what Gary said, to what Goch has said in that semi-A is by far 
the hyper-stacked semi for these groups. Now, there's 20 total teams. There's going to be 10 in each group. Only five can make it out of these groups to go on to the final. Uh, semi A is going to be a gauntlet for a lot of these teams. Yeah. And on top of that, um, the, the teams uh, go to the teams were uh, assigned, the CDL teams rather, were assigned randomly to these groups. Like officially random? It was random, yes. <laughs> I don't know what kind of whack pull that was. That was crazy. So it was random, you said? What, completely yes, it was random. random. It was random, yeah. Correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, Sorry, buddy. Saying if you're a team in Group B that is perhaps one might say a better team, you're feeling really good about your chances to get top five. Yeah, I mean, Gary, break it down from what you can say here. I'll show you guys the groups, but I'm going to close Gary's face out, and I think it, you'll be able to see the groups on our screen. CDL did tweet it, so you can see semi-A and semi-B. Like uh, let's see if, if this works. I'm so professional with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Boom. That is that is right there. We're in there. Uh, you can see there's semi-A, LA Thieves, Subliners, Legion, and then semi-B. They're both on your screen right now, so there this you go. Is, this is another one of those things, too, where I feel like um I, wait, do we know if they're played at the same time both groups or are they played at different times um uh, I, I think they go one after the other if i remember correctly that's how they did it in the qualifiers as well leading up to the event uh especially mm -hmm. with it being only I would i would imagine games. just based on how cdl works in general and uh and based on how cdlr is playing out they it wouldn't make sense for them to be at the same time i cannot imagine they would be yeah especially if it's broadcasting you're gonna want to be able to catch all of them so i imagine especially since it's rebirth and depending on how many games there are uh those can go pretty quickly if you had both of them stacked it'd probably be over a little too fast like so an hour and a half you can assume it's probably uh, gonna be semi a and then semi b obviously we need we need to wait to hear all the details but assume one and then the other Let i feel like a good equivalent is like <laughs> I feel like group A is like the finale and then group B is like an open qualifier. Dang, bro. All right, let's let's jump on that topic. We can't we can't Katie knows all the teams and and I don't know them all. I, I don't know Gary, you might know most of them, but let, let's talk just in general. Who are the best rebirth players or players in general, right? Like we've seen TBE obviously put up great numbers in rebirth tournaments, but who are the rebirth mm -hmm. players who are like these people are going to be picked up by a team? The question is where do they fit into the puzzle pieces? Like who are those names on your top of your list? Right. On the, so I, I know I'm going to miss a couple, which is going to be, which is going to hurt. I am like, if I do miss anybody's name that is in the chat or anything, I, I do apologize because I'm not forgetting my memory just fails me sometimes. Sure. Uh, I mean, Dill, obviously best rebirth player ever. Uh, Dill would be number one. Uh, and then, I mean, Scummin is a top rebirth player. You know, one of the most talented players in the game just in general, uh, but he is mine and nobody can have him. Um, <laughs> Look at you, uh, uh gorb gorb is a freaking beast that guy's cracked uh i actually played like a smaller rebirth training with him and he's pretty good uh i don't know how it, how it'll, they'll play against like uh against the top competitors because it was like a smaller rebirth training but i know he's good and he's cracked so excited to see who he gets picked up by and like how they do knight obviously um he's been popping off a, uh recently in rebirth um and I mean, for people that genuinely like grind rebirth all day, I I don't I don't really know. Yeah. Honestly, besides that, like those are those are like the main people that stand out to me. I mean, Finesse, but I think he qualified. 
right? Yeah, yeah. And I'll pull up some of the qualifier teams. We can talk through those squads because I know you'll have some mm -hmm. opinions on those players. But like, I mean, I, right. we, we both agree. I think we've talked about this before on podcast katie as well as even in dms and stuff about like there is this overarching conversation that's still lingering about of like rebirth players versus caldera players and can caldera right. players compete with rebirth players on rebirth or vice versa and it's been proven now two three times that both could stand it's just about who's good at playing warzone right like it depends on the format it depends on scoring of course but at the end of the day like TBE is going to be near the top. Scummin is going to be at the top. Like all of these names that we've seen in Caldera, you're going to see them near the top of, of the leaderboards in most of these rebirth events, right? I mean, is there any other like, we'll talk about some of those qualifier teams, but is there any other like Caldera names? You're like, oh, they they easily can, can perform in the rebirth island. No question. I mean, Aiden is also one of the most like mechanically gifted gamers ever. He just kind of can do whatever he wants and like it works out. Recently, he's kind of been in like a, like, I don't know if he's just not passionate right now because like I know he has the skill I just don't I don't know what what what's going on there I am curious but I feel like he's another person if like if he's on his game like he's 100% going to be at the top two obviously um one person I don't know about is like Super Evan um he's obviously like Super Evan and Biffle obviously very very good uh Biffle just recently started dabbling into Rebirth more yeah. but I know Evan like hates Rebirth like I know Evan hates Rebirth so I don't even know if he's you know even would want to play in this tournament or yeah if he I, ends up to be fair though in the in the baka rebirth they did do very well how oh yeah they ended up they ended up getting like a crazy game at the end of the winning, right yeah they took third um, yeah my um my baka bros experience was great towards the start and towards the end my teammate started losing hair and you know <laughs> We had a couple of zero point games because of, because of certain circumstances. <laughs> sure, sure, that's a, that's a good way to say that. Um, that, that I mean, that's a great question. I mean, again, uh, Katie, you can't tell us anything. Don't leak anything so that you don't get in trouble. But I would assume for a hundred thousand dollars, whether you like Rebirth or not, you're going to see Super Evan playing again. Uh, you're going to see you're going to see Biffle playing, and they probably go together. So the only like variables that you would think of is like okay do they go pair up with aiden and nysl or do mm -hmm. they go play with probably swag at phase right like that that's really the only two locations that make sense in my brain for those two guys and i tend to lean phase because of the relationship with the you know the the phase uh nuke squad and stuff like that i mean i'd agree 100 we'll see certainly but i think that's a that's a really good team in in the B side of things. Um, and, and then when you start looking at like Ravens, I mean, Juki's probably playing for Ravens, right? He's signed by the Ravens, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know who he'll be playing with. Are we going to we see- don't imagine FIFA. <laughs> I know, you would, you would expect you would see FIFA on that team to play with him. I would assume and he would also, depending on whether they're playing with CDL players, and this will be the next question or the conversation is- delightful. Yeah, I mean, do they pick up Linen as well or, or you know, Rob? I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of question marks on who they could pick up and who they could play with. Um, but, okay, here's another big, big uh, question so for all of us. Just to cut in very quickly before we get to that question. Yes. Thank you to Clint, by the way. Um, and New York did just announce their roster. Um, so speaking to what you just mentioned, it is, in fact, Aiden, Z, Smith, Dill, and Knight will be okay. their duo um for the rebirth resurgence okay so okay that that answers two things for us right that means nysl took dill who who gary mm. says is the best 
uh rebirth player period and i think most people would agree with you and they mm -hmm. also took knight who is amongst that conversation which then probably solidifies the fact that you're gonna see biffle and you're going to see super evan over with phase wow yeah. I mean, that yeah, does tend to slot things into place i think that is a very good assumption um interestingly enough go on the on the fifa note uh keep in mind for these cdlr at least this opening uh kind of tournament that they're doing uh this is na only so um for people like ajukis for example they would need to be in na for this as would someone like fifa oh wait okay really? mm -hmm. Wait, I forgot. So it, if they are in it, Jukies, yes, you have to be in NA. Jukies is in North America now. I forgot about that. Yes, he is, which would probably lend even more credence to the fact that if he is in NA right now, this event happens very quickly. You can assume, and he's with London, almost a given that he's going to be on that roster. That's... So who, um, wait, is Scraps in NA? Um, that's what really he is not. I don't, he's not anymore. No, he was, but not anymore. That's a, such a good... That makes so much more sense why he's doing his NA tour right now. <laughs> and Ewok says Wars is going to Breadman's house next week. Okay. These okay, are some well, other potential teasers. I mean, it's very safe to assume at this point if there are EU players who are coming to NA anytime soon, and eBay says can confirm there are more EU players coming to NA, then if they are here right now in NA, it's safe to assume they're yeah. going to be in one of these teams. Yeah, especially it, if they're traveling just for yeah. you know a week or whatever. <laughs> yeah, if you see if you see a bunch of EU players be like, can't wait to come to you know North America this week and, and like this mm -hmm. weekend, they're for sure playing in this tournament somewhere. The question is where. Uh, so if Warris is going to be there, he could be a pickup for Ravens. Uh, he could also be a pickup for like legion maybe like I, some of the other like eu based teams that will be playing with an na squad it probably right. makes sense for them to cater to some of the eu players traveling in right interesting i mean I, I would think you would have to assume especially like you you do so um 12 of these teams of the total 20 it's eight qual teams and 12 um cdl teams which means yes as you said there's going to be those eu teams like london and of course like paris so uh, it would also make sense good educated guesses to assume that eu players especially maybe players who play together will be on teams as duos within those foursomes but they'll most likely be on those eu teams okay so we have official rasters we have um surge which is a big one that's brolic exact foreign jace and kins uh we stand by the way kins getting signed by surge let's just shout that out right now um she's legit and that 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 quad is actually really really solid i like that team a lot we also Wait, did she get signed by search no i'm saying we well, sh no, she no, should get signed it's a great talking point right because you sit there and look at it we have seen every tournament i see kenzen she's rocking seattle surge camos she consistently is interacting with them on twitter there has been a bit of a lull for a while in general pickups by cdl teams for uh competitive and content creators in the warzone space and she is playing under the seattle surge banner if there was ever more indicators that yeah. she is or should be siding with seattle if they're smart then i mean what more do you want than this yeah you know, one thing i'm salty about is that i never got reached out to by seattle i am the only competitive warzone player that lives here <laughs> like, <laughs> that like is literally so the only one <laughs> that's fair i didn't even think about that i mean uh, you know lag is like that far away oh, from I, you but i love lag too i mean i'm sure they treat me a lot better than Surge would have because I, I honestly can't. I, I can't 
I, I don't think I could be treated any better is my point. Though. I love it's that. Not a, it's not a diss to Surge. I just love LAG. But the fact that I didn't ever get reached out to or anything, I am definitely salty about. <laughs> yeah, that is that is so interesting. I didn't even consider that. Um, if they make it into those 10 total teams going into the final, you can slam them there, Gary. Get your revenge. That's um, <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we've got our uh, so far the announced teams. We got NYSL, we've got uh, Surge, we have LAT, and is is that it right now? I think technically, I mean, I would assume Gary, you could just nod your head yes or no if you're playing with Scumman or and Huskers plus one. I mean, I've said multiple times already. I uh, I've said it on stream. Um, I am playing with Scumman, and that I mean that's a given in any tournament. I'm playing with Scumman. Sure. Uh, I mean, it just so happens apathy is a part of um lag i'm not sure if he's on our team though okay i, I don't know if he's on our team you know okay. we'll find out once it's announced and i mean like me scum and huskers have been a nasty trio and i don't think i could um if we weren't playing together i probably would have played it in qualifier so i'm just gonna go ahead and assume that uh us three are playing together yeah um, especially and- if you take a look at how la thieves have played out the the consistent duos and trios are the ones that all seem to be playing together for example almond noobs and tommy so mm-hmm. if it was a world where it was huskers scumming and unrational um that would be the least surprising outcome yeah i totally agree <laughs> yeah. i mean Probably. Not sure if that's the team though. Yeah, sure. We don't know who the fourth is <laughs> technically, but it does it does make sense make if we follow the the you know the people that are actually signed. Now that to be fair though, that's not technically true for a lot of these teams, right? I mean, if you look at Surge that announced Brolic, Exact, Foreign Jace, Kins, zero of those players are signed by Surge as of today. Now tomorrow that may change. I don't know, but as of today, zero of those players are signed by Surge. So when you start talking about that overarching conversation, it sounds like it was totally up to the CDL teams on what they wanted to do because you might see Optic come out with people that aren't. I mean, we can only assume Z Laner is going to be playing uh, like a, a Sabos is going to be playing. Uh, I doubt they get teep, but like you know the people I mean, that are signed, right? But that's not necessarily the case. So it kind of is wide open to see who can play. Well, yeah, it doesn't always fit in, right? Because you take a look at New York and Swish is not a part of that lineup. And so there's definitely some kind of question marks you can add up uh, in teams like Minnesota. While we do know that Almond is playing with Thieves, we don't necessarily know if something's going on with Smixy. They also have Blast, who is signed on the side of, we've mentioned before, uh, when you go down to Mutineers, they have people uh, like Queen and Jesse Jade and others so there, there's a lot of options. We'll have to see how it all plays out. Uh, but there's definitely, it seems to be some formulas you can follow relatively safely. Uh, and I think, uh, at least for gorillas, that certainly is one that makes sense. I mean, one thing I'd, uh, oh, I was going to point this out, but I don't know where I was going with this, but I'm going to go ahead and continue to point it out. One thing, uh, so, oh, wait, actually, no, I'm going to say this instead. Uh, Bobby did announce that he's not in the tourney. Okay. Bobby did say uh, that he's not in the tourney, which is one of the most shocking things to me bobby's you know surfaces content around rebirth for what how long now i mean literally since for dance yeah he mainly still played rebirth so mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy to me that you know bobby's not playing for optic and yeah i, I doubt people play because team just doesn't really <laughs> play tournaments i mean yeah. when was the last tournament that team played he, he says he hates them and you know they're not really for him so i'm we can x those out um but yeah, Z-Lander is definitely 100%. I'm curious to see if Z-Lander will pick up, like, Destroy. Yeah. Um, right, that, that would make going. sense. Yes, and then, 
I don't know. I actually have no idea where where they would go with that because there's plenty of content. Cre- Optic has a lot of content creators. I mean, yeah, like Holly was recently signed. There's a lot. Like Sabos yeah, as Sabos, well. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of people you could pick from, but as we know, yeah, uh, Bobby, not gonna be. Yeah, playing. I mean, and when you start thinking about, we had this conversation before we got started about like the old guard of, of Rebirth versus the new guard. When I say old guard, I mean like original people that grinded Rebirth even when everybody was hype on Verdance. Plus, you could even take it one step back further into Blackout, the people that were grinding Blackout before this. Mm. I mean, you know, Dill is on that list. Dill was like setting records in Blackout before he came to Rebirth, was like the first player to drop a 40 bomb on Rebirth, if I remember correctly. I mean, he has been a demon on Rebirth forever. And then you have this... Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa's another one of those people. Yep, exactly. And then you have the like New Guard, which are some of the like... uh, what I'll call like YouTuber or the TikTokers that have been grinding Rebirth as well, who are demons in their own right, slaying out lobbies and getting high kills, but they're more like new agey. And, and, you know, we have some people like slightly in between like a knight or a gorb maybe, but I don't know. It'll be, I'll be really curious to see who gets picked up for those. Do we want to take a second and, uh, and kind of talk through, uh, talk, unless we see a announcement in chats, let us know if you guys see another tweet go out. Cause we've only seen like three or four so far. Let's go ahead and talk through the qualifying teams because- yeah, yeah, yeah they did Was okay it? november is saying they just tweeted the rosters oh, perfect we could talk about all of them because they just tweeted out a link to all it. the rosters what? it's in chat i linked it it's in chat it's not the tweet but it's what the tweet says you to so there we go uh, guys i don't think what the link is i don't think it lets you post links i'll like mod you katie so that you can post hey my bad i'll post it for us call yes, of duty I'll post link. um they tweeted out all of the wait where they just go to Call of Duty. It's the most recent. It's it's a response. It says check out the team rosters and it has a link to the website. I okay, correct me if I'm wrong. They were intending to do this, right? Uh, I don't know, but I'm staring at all of the I, teams right now. I'm here for it. All right, let's 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 pull them all up. No more well, conjecturing. Wait, wait, I don't see it still. Can you please? I'm linking it. I'm linking it. Here's the link. <laughs> Here's the but, link. Okay, the question there, you guys. Please go ahead and click on that link. Take a look at these groups. And, well, if we want to have a discussion about Group Ooh. A, you saw it. Aiden's team. We know New York. We know Thieves. Optic, Texas, uh, Sebas, Holly, Zlaner, and Karma. Gorillas, Apathy, Huskers, Unrational, and Scummin, Florida Mutineers, Willet, Dav, Patty, Vivid, and Skies. Paris Legion, as we talked about, potentially some of those EU players. Skullface, Wars, Otter Eyes, and Valid Hands. And then the four teams, take a note, guys, on either side of these groups. The last four teams on either group are the teams that came through the qualification stage. So in this case, Grevenko, Dadbods, Team Diverge, Jackal will be in Group A, whereas Tiberius, Haha, Underrated, and Goats will be in Group B unreal i have it up on the screen for like just a second but you guys should pull up that link so we can look at gary's beautiful face um (laughs) all right let's walk through this because we just conjectured everything gary leaked it was apathy uh nobody (laughs) could have ever guessed that um and then i want to walk through those qual teams because there's some demons on those teams uh shout out to dad bods and others that are in chat as well uh okay biggest surprises from this list gary you want to look through it I mean, are we talking about from uh, from CDL yeah, team standpoint? C- CDLs or from... that just got announced, yeah. Faze is about uh, so... to lose control through Group B, and I'm saying that right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with Katie on that one. Uh, Phase will 100% cruise control through Group B. Uh, one thing, one team that uh, actually is like surprising me, but does make sense, is Juki's team. Uh, he's playing with Gizmo Afro and Nasty, and mm-hmm. that's like 
I mean, obviously not Warzone players besides Jukies, so I, I'm curious to see how they'll go. Yep. They'll probably qualify because it's not that sweaty of a of a bracket at all. I mean, you have Rocker picked up Looney, Standy, Priest, and Blast. You would have thought Smixy would be in there, or maybe Racine would have picked up another Warzone player or something. But, um, I mean, that team will Almond. still be decent, though. Um, well, with Almond being gone, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm 100% on the same page as Ben, though. I'm not playing without my trio, especially one as successful as they have been. It's going to make like, me laugh forever, Gary. I mean, I mean like, I, I mean, I'm saying right now, if, like, if I couldn't have played with Scum and Huskers, we would have just played the qualifier. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so I, I'm 100% with, um, with Ben on that one. So it, it's, like, not super surprising. Um, and then, obviously, they have Raid as a fourth, um, who I think is a Halo pro or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that guy doesn't play this game anyways, to be honest. <laughs> but no, it, it does it makes sense they have rated obviously. Um Surge, I know, yeah, I know uh Kent was able to build the roster there and she picked up a she picked up, you know, a super, super crack team. Ken's Ken's did. I know Ken's tweeted out a while ago saying that um she needed huh? three Aww. for the CDL uh CDOR like semis. Seattle picked her up. Yeah, as their yeah. team captain bro i'm telling you yeah. she's gonna get signed <laughs> there's definitely there is a hundred percent likelihood that seattle surge signs get i i'm here for it big time i'm gonna 100 i'm gonna like mess around with the overlay here to bring up the teams as well as gary on screen yeah. but let's i want to talk about uh that optic roster yeah the optic yeah. roster is what i mean honestly it does upset me you know, not seeing Big Bob and knowing yeah. how many hours he like. I mean, Bob has more hours on Rebirth than this entire page. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, so it is upsetting to see. Um, I, but I, I'm, I'm sure he got asked to play it, but like, just didn't want to. You okay, know what I mean? Like, do we have info on that, Katie? Like, do you have any info? Because now that all the teams are announced, I don't think there's anything that you can't say. Um, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Well. Maybe I'm well. Okay, use your best judgment. Do we have any info on why Bob's not playing? Um, I can conjecture a conflict. Yeah, he's maybe doing something else. Cause I, I like flag when it came to the 50k final event for that Boom TV had a conflict come up. Um, I, I do believe it was within that nature. Less so, I think him not wanting to play, and more so there was just something else that came up that he yeah. that he can't play because of that. Maybe. I mean, Bobby has just said that he doesn't like playing in tournaments anymore i mean as somebody i, I mean i've actually talked to bobby about this specifically yeah. i don't want to like say everything because i don't know what i mean usually what we talk about stuff it is on stream and it doesn't really matter but bobby has said he doesn't really like playing in tournaments anymore and one thing that like i'm um that i'm thinking is i'm sure bob would want to build his own team he loves playing with dill he loves playing with finesse and, uh, and the fact that he wouldn't be able to play with either of them is probably another like sign on why he wouldn't want to play it i'm sure he didn't want to just go in and then going with a random squad and yeah you know. that makes sense yeah that's super interesting yeah i've had the same combo with him about how he's been really full sending on content um i mean not a lot of people would pass up 100k so whether it's whether it's personal or or just not wanting to play that's totally fair and uh, and up to him i think that optic team to be honest will struggle with lack of chemistry i mean obviously all four of those players are good at the game like i mean i'm married but but it's not chemistry wise it's like just not there like no, I, yeah, yeah holly I mean, and karma have great chemistry okay yeah, yeah. they actually have a child i mean <laughs> with chemistry. but um no to your point coach i think when it comes to you're talking about um th there's no set duo to lean on 
within this. Yeah, there's like, no trio within this for you to point to. There's players who individually are all good. Karma is a is a question mark because we know how good Karma is, but at the same time, like, has he been playing Rebirth? Has he been playing Warzone? What has he, he been doing? Like, God. has he been just playing <laughs> Warzone and Rust? Like, you know what I mean? This is somewhere that, like you know that they have talent, but I don't. It just really seems like a mishmash compared to a lot of the other teams. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like David's one of those people that uh, could not touch COD for a year, get on for 30 minutes and still be one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, and that that's just who he is. I think I think he'll play fine throughout yeah. the tournament. And, and then especially on something like that, where it's more, I mean, Rebirth is more of like a multiplayer based type thing. And that's obviously a specialty. I, I feel like he'll be one of the top. No shit. I, I mean, sorry. I don't know if we can get uh, Yeah, from yes, here. yes, yes, yes. You can. Um, okay. Um, but I'm sure he'll actually be towards the top in like kill wise. Uh, even, you know, with a team without chemistry, just as a solo player, I'm sure he'll be towards the top just because he is Damon Barlow. So that's <laughs> such a good question. I mean, I totally agree. And I think it's, it's, it's feasible for that team to do really well, even in the dynamic simis uh, A. Like, you can, guys can look at the A pool now yourself and don't just believe us when we say how stacked it is. I mean, certain looking at some of those teams, it's unbelievably stacked. And some of the other things that we had mentioned could be the case. Wars did end up going over to Paris Legion, playing with Skullface, Autorize, and Valid Hands. That's a very strong squad. Um, and, and then our qual teams are very strong on that side as well i i really looking at these team names or, or players competing it this even further solidifies solidifies the fact that pool a is so much stronger at least on paper um well, there is something i'm curious to ask you about um both in group a and group b um any insight or thoughts you may have uh on the players within those qual teams. Cause there are players like Ebates yeah. and DJ Miles Finesse and uh, Picnic Nick Cool, so on that we are all familiar with. There are, however, a lot of names that at least personally, I am not quite as familiar with. So uh, are there any names on that side of the spectrum, people that people might not know as well that you do that you can offer some insight on from these qual teams? I mean, uh, Phase Blue, Lovey, Zepti, uh, Lonard. I, I don't know the Lonard. I don't know who that is, but I know the other three are cracked and you know they're obviously really good that'll be uh, probably one of the qualifying teams from group b um but from the other qualifying teams oh what xena uh xenon iq picnic yeah Nicole, yeah very good team as well um but from the other two underrated and haha i don't know any of those guys from the group b side which is very what was that no, that's just interesting that maybe yeah. uh, in, in that regard, there is kind of an unknown for a lot of the um, kind of top tier competitive players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm. what, another thing too, I'd like to point out is the main way to get into the qualifier off rip was from a TKR, was it not? I believe it was, right? Yeah, so well, it started with, there was a couple different stages. So it started with in-game playlist TKR, essentially. You would yeah. log yeah. into the game, you would just slam as many kills as possible. There was a lot of question marks around whether people not re were using VPNs. Um, we talked fairly extensively about this topic because there were a lot of people really frustrated by the fact that that was the way it was run. Then once the teams qualled, they were put into groups and played customs, and these are the teams that came out of those group stages. How many how many stages of 
customs was it was it just one or two stages two stages so you had group a b c and d yeah. with 10 teams apiece, and the top mm. teams from a and b and then the top teams from c and d played in two separate groups and now these are our top teams so came down okay. to a total of eight teams that called for this yeah section. and i do know that um grevenco in group a here and uh, tiberius in group b were the top teams in their respective qualifying lobbies yeah i think they went back Ty and forth oh okay okay so is it is it in order? Like, so it's probably Grev's team up top, uh, like first, Dadbod, second, Diverge, third. Uh, somebody can correct us. I can't, yeah, I can't confirm that, but that would make sense if they're doing it in that order. But uh, something that's interesting to me, when I look at Grev and Co., uh, I mean, a lot of those names I'm not particularly familiar with. So if they're with the top team in their qualifying lobby going into this, I'm really interested in seeing how they perform against people like Gary. Okay. Seen, I mean, I've seen all those names. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Grav is somebody who's played in a lot of tournaments. The other guys, like, the other guys are kind of like, I don't actually know how good they are, but I have seen them in the tournaments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've seen their names. I so, uh, I know all of those names fairly well, but only from, like, grassroots tournament stuff, right? Like, coming up through the grassroots tournament scene and running a bunch of smaller events all of those guys have played in even the events i ran back in the day like freaking year ago no more than that 18 plus months ago they have played mm -hmm. in some more events recently i mean if, even if you look at like big map stuff like warzone earnings all of them i believe are on that list at least in some capacity but nothing like incredibly major like prayers won some qualifiers back in the day for chain game stuff uh, Luxecution, I've seen that name a ton and has played in a number of our events, played in like a 3K and got second qualifier win, like small tournaments back and forth. They're very talented and you could see them do very, fairly well. But the team I'm watching in group A, I mean, we can start doing predictions for our top five teams from each because that's who makes to the finals. But I mean, the qualifier teams I'm really looking at is Dadbods in Group A, number one, with Ebates, yeah. Ryda, DJ Moss, and Finessen. I know all of those players fairly well, if not personally. They're very talented. They play well together from what I saw from the Quals. I mean, that team is gross. Um, I mean, the team that I expect to be in the five qualifying in Group A. I think it's possible, for sure. I mean, I, when you take a look at that, uh, Goj, if you want to talk about, well, what five teams are most likely, too. I mean, you have to group A, even though it is the the demon group. You have thieves. I I think it is if gorillas, subliners, and thieves do not qualify, that's a letdown for all three of them. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I mean, I know Gary's on gorillas, but seriously, you are of the caliber and you play against this competition. But even though it's a hard group for sure, you should be qualifying. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as particularly worried about them. I also have to lean again when I look at that Paris Legion. And I think, yes, dad bods uh, would be, if I had to pick in group A, would be my five that I would imagine qualifying. Then again, though, I have a huge information gap in a lot of those other qualifying teams. Okay, Gary, what do you say? Top five teams from your pool. Uh, I'd agree with Katie 100%. Uh, thieves, subliners, gorillas, legion, and dad bods, probably. Um, wow. That's it. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Say, I, yeah I agree I I'll pull them back up on screen. You guys can look at the link as well. I mean, Finessen is, I mean, they're all twisted. Um, let's see, I keep closing out the wrong one because I don't label stuff. Um, I think. I will say though, if Jackal gets carried qualifies and someone is forced to say slimy dookie on broadcast, that's gonna be my <laughs> favorite thing in the entire world. 
Yeah, that's comedy. <laughs> so, okay, this is my pick. I think I agree. I think LA Thieves, Subliners, Gorillas. I think there's a, a good chance if, like you said, they were just on that day, you could see Optic do well um, and potentially take that fourth or fifth spot. Um, I think Paris Legion is very strong. Wars of Skullface and Otterize is disgusting. Valid Hands is gross in his own right. Um, adding on to those three. Dad Bods is near the top of my list. I think the sleeper pick here, this Team Diverge team has low-key been very, very good throughout everything, whether it was the TKR into the group stages. I've really liked the way they've been playing together. They've been playing together for a long time, at least Aloha and De Niro and Intense. Uh, those are the three I know better than Blicky. Uh, they're very good, and they played well in the customs as well as the TKR. They will have to be on number one, and I know they also have a little bit of, at least Aloha Mai has a little bit of some ping issues. Um, but then again, he's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, he's Hawaii. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> and when it's NA only, like that's about as far as you can go, right? Like, like there's, you yeah. can't be further than that. Um, I think they could, they could sneak in there on a good day. They could certainly be in the conversation. I mean, on a good day, anybody could, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with the same five you guys have, but my asterisk asterisk is if optic or team diverge just has a great day, they easily make it. Um, okay. Let's talk about, let's get, what'd you say? What about Group B though, right, Goach? Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's funny that the more competitive group kind of also seems to be the easier one to maybe parse out the teams that you expect to to get through. But in Group B, uh, I mean, there's three that I can lean on immediately and assume. But I mean, who knows, right? Let's, like let's you go, look at. Sorry, let, I was gonna say let's go Gary first on this one so that we don't influence him because I know you and I talked a little bit. Before. I would have said the exact same thing. I 100% would have said yeah, the yeah, exact yeah, same yeah. thing about Group A. Um, I was actually thinking about it before you guys brought it up. So, I mean, from group uh, group B, this is such a weird and could really go anywhere. I mean, first, I'll, uh, I mean, Atlanta phase, I think will qualify 100%. If they don't, then that's going to be the biggest letdown. They are definitely the best team in the pool. Um, I'll put Tiberius, um, Xenon, IQ, Picnic, and Nick Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd say they'd qualify. Um, I, I want to say Surge as well. Surge has Ken's, Brolic, Exact, and Jace. That's a that's a very good team. Um, Brolic and Jace too have been like coming up a lot out of recently, and they've been super super cracked. Um, I'd probably. Oh man, I mean, I mean, it's hard. It's I know. really hard to say. I think. Um, I, I think I want to put Rockers team because I know. Okay. Uh, I know, so Priesta has a good background in Warzone. When he played Warzone, he was very, very good. I mean, he held the Quads World Record for, you know, all of dance basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's obviously, you know, a pro. Um, Standy, I think Standy's played a decent amount of Warzone. Looney, I genuinely do not know about, so uh, I don't know how that'll <laughs> go, but I still I still want to put, I still want to put their team there. Um, I'll put their team there, and then... You have one more. Then I probably want to say, uh, I might, I might say Blues team. I think yeah. I'd say Blues team. Okay. So not London, because you seemed hot on London earlier. Well, I didn't realize the team. I, I mean, so London is Jukies, who is obviously a great Warzone player, but then Gizmo Afro Nasty, which I don't think any of them have played Warzone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. <laughs> That's uh, that's kind of okay. So, Katie, you want to go next? So, so, I will say this, unrational. I was in the exact same line of thinking as you. But, Katie, go mm -hmm. through, go through your thoughts. 
Yeah, uh, so 100%, I agree with Gary on the first three uh, in FaZe, Seattle, and Tiberius. Um, I think those are, are kind of the easiest picks. It really is um, four and five where things start to get a little bit tricky. Um, Rocker is hard for me because, as you said, Prisa, he set a quads world record. Obviously, they have Blast, um, who, as a retired pro, does now compete in Warzone. Interestingly enough, I think I, I haven't double-checked this, but I think they may be the only team that's all current and retired pros um but is standy i don't know if he plays warzone at all and looney is really the the one that is tough for me because i don't know if he plays warzone i don't think he does much less rebirth yeah. and i I just think that could potentially be a pain point for this team, especially when you're going to be going up. You're not playing in rebirth lobbies against random people, right? You're going to be playing against very, very good teams. And that is going to be my concern point for Minnesota. So I, I want to say them, but I, I agree. I feel like goats uh, with blue and lovey and, and Zepti as well. I think you have to kind of lean on goats. So maybe, I don't know, maybe goats and rocker for my four and five, but I don't feel confident in rocker as a pick. Okay, I like that. Uh, these are the, the same teams I was thinking. I will say Goats needs uh, quite a bit of credit. Blue, Lovey, Zepti have been playing together for a very long time on mm -hmm. and off for tournaments. Lovey and Blue in particular. Lonard, if you don't know, Lonard uh, is a freak at Rebirth. He is so incredibly good at Rebirth. That's all he does. I believe he's got a couple records or was close to some records at some point um, and played with Smixy in Chain Games Rebirth tournament and was doing some gross things. They called uh, for the event, not necessarily on the back. I mean, Smixy's fantastic and their, their third was great, but Lana really was putting on some crazy numbers in that tournament. And in, even in the main event, they didn't do amazing, but they had an incredible last game, which jumped them up to the top half. So uh, I, I'd expect that team to do really well in Pool B, um, as well as Tiberius, for sure, were the top two from my side of things. I know a couple of these names inside HaHa -Ha and Underrated, um, but I don't know them well, and I don't watch... There's not that many Rebirth tournaments, so I have... Like, these people haven't proved themselves yet, necessarily, right? Um, I think the argument... And this is, like, a general conversation for us to jump into... I think the argument that multiplayer, like COD multiplayer competitors, whether they're CDL pros or otherwise, yes, they have the Gunny. Yes, it's, you know, they're incredible players, the best of the game, whatever. I don't think that Rebirth is as one-to-one -one as a lot of people give it credit for to multiplayer. Yes, it's more akin to a multiplayer experience, but there's way more nuances with Rebirth in a way to like play it well than people give it credit for. And, and it, honestly reflects warzone much more directly than a multiplayer format to where i think a lot of our caldera only players will come into a rebirth tournament and just slap people around that's my thoughts gary can what what insight do you kind of have onto what goach just said right because yes you can say the comparison that it's closer to something like hardpoint for example but what what are your thoughts when it comes to these pros trying to enter into this uh, maybe the things that they don't know the things where they might excel what are your thoughts yeah I was, I was just thinking about that i mean um i i think i think a lot of the pros will do way better in rebirth than they will do in caldera so i think putting sure. them into something like this isn't going to be as surprising if you see a team of all pros like qualify or do very well in the tournament as it would in a caldera tournament because you see lots of pros come in uh I mean, even in Verdance, we saw it all over Dance. Lots of pros would come in for the you big tourneys and, and like wouldn't do good. Um, but 
on rebirth we haven't really seen so we we don't we're not quite sure how um how they'll do but i i think i think genuinely um i mean the pros should be towards the top than yeah. a lot of these than some of these like some of the qualifying teams or some of the teams that just don't have as much talent on the roster um i think a lot of pros will surprise people <laughs> yeah okay I, I like that take. I mean, look, I, I'm here for some of the pros to come in and just and go, you know, drop the gunny on them. But we all know, mm -hmm. like, the skill gap in Warzone is so incredibly small that they are certainly the best players in Call of Duty. Can they execute in Rebirth? We'll see. Like, we've seen examples on yeah. both sides, right? It, like, it took a while for people like Slacked and Apathy to get their legs underneath them in Warzone. But now that they have, they are fantastic at the game, right? And, yeah, exactly. But then we've also seen somebody like Skump go into a solo dolo and win the whole thing without running right. any cheese classes. So, like, there's a... there's. A kind of double entendre there of like it could go both ways and only time will tell now it is worth noting the format too uh elimination is a point it is a kill multiplier format um second and third give you 1.5 points everything else fourth through tenth oh, is yeah. just one times and then it's a <laughs> two times multiplier for first place so what do you think about that format going into this event yeah it's horrible <laughs> it's a terrible format i mean like for rebirth especially there's so much rng in these zone poles yeah. and like there's so many teams alive towards the end i feel like there's like within the last like circle there'll be like three or four team wipes you know what i mean like there'll be like five right. teams yep. and like the multiplier is just gonna like whoever gets that multiplier is gonna get it within like 10 seconds you know what i mean like from being in fifth or sixth place they'll go straight to second place or something because like all these teams are going to get wiped within like 10 20 seconds because that's just how it's going to work especially being quads there's less teams on the map there's going to be less third partying but there's still going to be like I, I don't know I, I i don't think it's a good format i think it should be um i, I think baka rose did a really good job with their format their format was really cool um I think they could do something like that, but with like top five, maybe they, maybe they could break down multiply with top five, like fifth place, 1.2, 1 1.4, 1 1.6, 1.8, 1, uh, 2X, et cetera. Something like that I think would probably work best for quads. Um, but like I said, towards the end, it's kind of like, like there's so much RNG on, um, on how the zone polls, zone polls are. And like so many teams are just going to be wiped within, you know, 30 seconds of each other or whatever. So yeah, I, I'm not personally a fan of the format, uh, I think that could also lead to some teams that you're not expecting to do good to do good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, think I mean, if you get that luck on that poll, right, in a team, for example, if it's gorillas, and usually you would assume in a gunfight they're going to win that more times than not, but zone pulls them into an area where they're exposed and someone else has the positioning, you're going to lose that more often than not. But it, it's interesting that you mentioned that, Gary, because I think. When we look at something like this, do you as a as a player, when you're in these situations in something like Rebirth, are you trying to plan actively for what may happen with that zone pull at the very end? Or are you just kind of going with the flow and reacting as it occurs? Uh, I mean, for like public matches, 100% just reacting as it occurs. I mean, if you, if anybody in, I mean, people in my stream have obviously watched me play. If anybody in your guys' side have watched me play Rebirth uh, at all, I mean, we, me and Bobby play all day and win probably 80, 90% of our games. And we kind of just like, we mess around a lot. You know, it's not a, it's kind of just like thoughtless. We don't sweat too hard. Sometimes if there's like five teams or more in the end zone, then, you know, we'll end up, we'll end up sweating a little harder and like planning the rotations and rotating ahead with gas masks. And I think what you see most of is stim plays. Yep. Um, but 
from a competitive standpoint, I mean, once it hits, once, I mean, honestly, in these tournaments, it seems like a little bit before third circle closes. So once, or once third circle closes, when it, um, is when the rebirth closes. So a little bit before that closes is when we'll uh, we'll start to plan and try to get together instead of like actively sending it. And we'll try to plan uh, to stick together and rotate together because we start a kind of start playing it like a normal BR then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it is a little more thought going into it. Uh, it is a little more thought going into it. Yeah, for custom competitive standpoint. I will I will say this goes back to my point about like Warzone players finding it a bit easier. I think this format caters to Warzone players because it's a Warzone focused format where there's multipliers. It also caters to map knowledge. It also caters to how to use stims and gas masks correctly and time those correctly based on the zones. I mean, we've seen this a bajillion times in all of the thousands of tournaments, the one point five oh nine million dollars that have been put into Caldera tournaments at this point, add on another what close to hundred K now or right out of 100k for rebirth tournaments on top of that like gas plays right now are meta they're everything stims are they're everything cringe. and they're they, very cringe there's <laughs> most people agree with unrational that they are cringe because it's just it's totally different game style and you can survive in the gas for just absurd amount of time and when you have your multiplier focused on that 1.5 multiplier for second and third and then winning i mean once you get into the last circles like you might as well just play in the gas to make sure you try to avoid combat like i mean one yes. thing i'd like to point out is skull faces team uh they do that in every yep. rebirth tourney right yep. if you <laughs> they've done that. that every rebirth tourney um but the thing i mean the thing that i think anybody would agree with from the stims is that billy timmy johnny and josh can you know get second place from stimming in the storm yep. it's right. like it's like that's why i think everybody would agree with me that sims should 100 percent be taken out yeah, remained, out, but... but they changed the storm to apex style where it increases in damage as the map comes to a close to the point where in those final circles you can't be in the gas at all would you prefer that i mean that would be cool but like you would literally get this uh get the gas and immediately die if that was the case right yeah. so like someone uh if you're taking in the storm going into fifth circle and just sitting there waiting for the next rotation like mm -hmm. you should be dead before the storm even starts moving 100 percent. i think, 100%. I think I, there's I, a i was gonna say no, go. I, I think there's a balance that we can have of like if you go apex style you can't sit in the gas at all i mean like even trying to right. rotate through like a building clipping the gas could theoretically kill you if you don't have a gas mask with how hard it would be hitting at that point but yeah. you could find the middle ground where it hits quite a bit harder. Maybe the stims don't heal you all the way or they heal you about right. half. I mean, there's little things you could tweak to make them work. I, I think for Rebirth tournaments, it would make sense to ban stims. I would hate to see stims completely banned from, from traditional customs on Kaltera just because I, I like the way that they increase at least some semblance of a skill gap that we're barely holding on to. Um, I, I feel like it takes away the skill gap, in my opinion. Hmm? To a I feel like I feel like in every way possible. The sliding right? and the sliding is the stupidest thing in the world. I mean, sure. you stim and then you can break anybody's camera. I get my camera broken by you know bots sometimes that stim and slide around a corner because you just can't expect it. Huh? I mean, it basically takes away skill gap. Like you can also sit in the storm and just stim with a munitions box and a gas mask and don't have to rotate whatsoever. Like it takes no thought process. You stay in one spot wait for the zone to rotate back for you i feel like in almost every single way possible the stims have so you want stims across the board yeah 
100%. So the 100%. only, I think the only argument for them, which is what I was going to give, is that he does, I mean, the movement buff, which, is, you know, you were calling cringe, which is totally fair. You can break cameras on anybody. A bot can break cameras. The only benefit to that is that movement is really the only delineation in skill at this point besides map knowledge and, like, rotational IQ and stuff like that because the gun skill is all about equal for anybody near the top. I mean, there are levels to it. So if movement's the only thing that can start separating people across the board in skill gap, stems can add to that but i guess to your point like the the big question mark is like does that even add anything besides an ability to slide and tank a bunch of damage and break a camera that is like a broken mechanic in the game so yeah i, I would 100 consider it like a broken mechanic i mean you did you said like movement is a little bit of um movement is a little bit of like a skill gap in a way it's not really a skill gap because we're playing Warzone. Yeah, we're we're, but... <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely cutting hairs or, or treading through hair. I mean, like it is it is a tiniest of a skill gap, but no, yeah. I mean, just in my in my opinion, I I just from a competitive standpoint, Sims just should not be allowed whatsoever. Because I mean, I, I mean, even if it even if you couldn't go in the storm, and the second you go in the storm, you die. I, I still think Sims are just busted. They they should have never added that speed boost. That was it's fun to use. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It is obviously still fun to use to like <laughs> stim and like get cracked, but like it, it takes away skill gap. You can kill anybody just by stimming. The amount of times that like I watch a kill cam when I die in rebirth and it's some TikTok kid, he won't he won't even like see me. I won't even shoot at him or anything. He'll randomly stim and just slide around a corner for no reason, right? And it's like, oh thank God someone's here. I or I would have wasted my stim. Like they'll run restock stims and just stim and slide. I'm like, okay, this guy just came at me at 100 miles per hour, uh, sliding through a door out of nowhere. Like you, you have no chance. You That's don't have a chance. Sure. Um, especially you know my mouse and keyboard players. I'm sure a lot of them would agree that it is <laughs> one of the most busted camera uh, mechanics in the game, considering that they literally have to break their wrist when someone sim slides on them. Yeah, they are unbelievably hard to track already uh, luckily amos helps you out a little bit but if you don't have that you are toast like you need a <laughs> yeah. full desk mouse pad like xqc style just swinging arms across yeah i love it that's a great point great point um interesting well okay uh, katie i mean any questions you have feel free to to kind of finish up the conversation here i, I want gary to be able to go do his own stream uh, we've talked about most of the teams we talked about a lot of the players today, and we've even talked about the rule set a little bit. Um, any other thoughts? I've got one more kind of like last question for us, but we, we hit most of the, you know, this is for an emergency episode. This was pretty good. No, uh, I think this was great. I would just say, um, Gary, if you were looking at this kind of from um, the overall health of competitive Warzone in general, and I'm encompassing Caldera and Rebirth within this, um, do you think CDLR is something good do you think that you want to see more of it um do you think it's heading in the right direction what what does this mean to you as someone who competes so heavily in the scene um that's actually a great question because i mean i feel like we've been so spoiled with hundred thousand dollar tournaments all throughout verdansk and even called there a little bit um that's something like this is like with them introducing the cdlr it would have been it would have been cool if they would have made it a little bit of a bigger deal like just prize pool wise uh they have their world series of Warzone. uh it, it would have been cool if they even made it 100k and did a land you know um if people qualified for the land and then we ended up doing something like that it's like this is kind of it, it's not just another 100k but in the same way it kind of is right because we've had so many 100k tournaments but i feel like it's a step in the right direction as in uh call of duty is advertising so much giving 
uh, and they're giving new players a chance to succeed and be able to play against the CDL pros. I think it's very cool that they're getting each CDL team involved. I think that's definitely a step in the right direction because, I mean, there's 12 CDL teams. They're playing, paying so much for those spots, and uh, I, I think it's cool to be seeing them all involved. It would also be cool to see um, if CDL teams would start, like, signing teams, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's say, for example, like, Tommy Almond and Ben all signed to the same team. You know, me, Scum, and Huskers all signed to the same team. Right. Obviously, it's not, like, super realistic, but um, I feel like it's a step in the right direction, and it would be, it would be cool to see. Yeah, that is a, that was a perfect kind of leading question to finish off this topic, uh, because I know Katie and I are going to be actually talking a lot about those types of topics, whether it's lands or otherwise, on Wednesday on our normally scheduled podcast episode. So, Gary, thanks for hopping on last minute, talking through these yeah, teams, excited to watch. Totally agree on most of your points. This is a step in the right direction. Could have been done better. Of course, everything could always be critiqued after the fact. But, hey, at least they're yeah. starting to introduce some sort of competitive measure for Warzone. I mean, we've been trying to get something like this for good grief what two plus years now at this point mm -hmm. so um you know it's rebirth let's get after it excited to see you guys compete for for lag i'm sure you'll do fantastic and uh katie and i will certainly be watching from the sidelines so thanks for popping on my man yeah thank you i appreciate that also wait i i have one more question for you guys if you don't mind yeah, i don't know if you guys oh about yeah we're, we're good um, ask questions oh okay <laughs> I, I just said yeah i just like is there anybody that you're surprised to not see in this tournament yes <laughs> i mean like there's one a... person for me was like destroy for example i'm very surprised mm -hmm. that he wasn't in the tourney even though i know he has been playing a lot of apex recently but yeah can uh, you go for um, anybody else on your guys mind yes uh, a million times yes i love that question um Smixy is one of those that comes to mind immediately uh i mean i i did a cdl interview with her about cdlr and i know that she went through the quals um and did not qualify um but it, it's a bummer to me that i i don't see smixy in this i know we can say people like fifa but since it's na only i'm just gonna exclude that since yeah. that's been a known quantity for a while but i also think people like swish again people like queen uh are, are some good examples of that i love the destroy example as well but i, I mean there's so many you could name you could go through and just look at the warzone earnings and start rattling off names uh i think joe is, an, is another one of those yeah but, uh, That's a, Man, a, those are the two i was gonna say i mean you, you've got the like people near the top of earnings if you want to look at earnings in terms of overall caldera like a ahsoka like an unveiled or whatever but those are the people that are are went through quals and didn't make it so there I was guess, to clarify these are people that i would think would just be on a cdl that, team that's as opposed the key. To i right. think yeah. i think joe in particular is the biggest one because if you look <laughs> at our teams here some teams elected to go, we're keeping our CDL pros, they're playing, they want to play, let's do it. Some mm -hmm. teams said, screw it, we don't give a crap, we want to win, or we want to do whatever we want to do, focus on Warzone people, and those Warzone people are getting picked up. I mean, a great example of that is Surge. Like, none of those people technically are signed by Surge. They gave Kins the, like, ability to pick, and she picked up a, a, a tried-and-true trio. I think they're going to do fantastic. Probably like Exact and Foreign Jace. But, you know, with the limited spots that Rebirth offers... You don't okay. see Joe at all, who plays a lot of Rebirth. Like, Breadman yeah. doesn't play that much Rebirth. He does sometimes, mm -hmm. but, like, comparatively, he doesn't. Joe plays a ton, especially recently. The fact that he's not playing is super surprising. Um, you know, some of the—especially with, you know, 
this isn't all competitive. Like there's some content focused things around this event and, and Joe is, is huge in terms of streaming numbers as well as content, mm -hmm. the ability and the quality of content he puts out. I mean, he's the biggest one on my list. Besides some of the other players that are signed to these orgs as Warzone content creators, right? Smixie, who went for the qual. We don't know the whole story. Maybe she said, you know, I want to play with these people. I'm going to go qual with them. I don't know. Uh, you know, we, we think of Queen Shadows, a part of Mutineers. Jesse Cook's a part of Mutineers, both signed as Warzone content creators that are not competing, um, especially with Mutineers, I believe, going full-on. Yeah, I mean, they went full-on CDL. Will it, Dav, Vivid, and Skies. So, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they left it up to the CDL pros, and some of the CDL pros said, no, we're out. Uh, we're not playing that. And then they went to Warzone. I mean, I think it was org by org. I don't think there was any limitations to it to, to some degree. Yeah. So, interesting. Great question, though. So, yeah, biggest one for me are some of the some of the women in particular, but some of the players signed by CDL orgs not playing. And then number one is Joe. I'm blown away. Yeah. Joe did not get picked up by somebody. Yeah, that is, that's very weird to me as well. I mean, Joe signed to NRG, yeah. right? Yep. Um, who was in cahoots with Optic, right? Or no, that was Envy. No longer. They were, but not anymore. Well, they yes. were with no, they were with Energy a long was, time ago. Yes, right? so. when it was um, Optic Chicago, and then right okay. now Optic Texas, Texas rather. So I, I feel like that's the one team that I think for sure would have reached out still, just because of like I mean Joe was on Hex's podcast. I'm sure they still talk yeah. every once in a while. I mean he played at the Texas uh, or the Hex quarters for a week too when he went in, yep. uh, to Arlington uh, event, but. Yeah, for any of the other teams, I don't know if they just didn't think about it, assumed that he'd be on something else, and like didn't reach out to him. I'm also curious. Yeah. Uh, Breadman, though, is one person that I know. So for the Bakker Bros tourney, Breadman uh, declined a spot because he wanted to give spot to people that actually play Rebirth, and he doesn't really like play Rebirth at yeah. all. So yeah, uh, I don't know if it's something like that, or yeah. if he just straight up never got invited, or didn't want to play the Qualls, or what, but. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, uh, it, it makes sense for Bread. Joe doesn't make any sense to me. Unless he turned yeah. it down, that's quite a pot. Like, we can just ask him. That I'll is just, true. I'll, yeah. I'll just there DM him. reasons why <laughs> not for a lot of people. Some of them, like, I would imagine most of them are probably innocent, more boring answers. That tends to be what it is, as opposed to the more salacious ones. I know Twitter loves to just grab onto those. Yeah. But um, I, I, there's a million reasons. I, I mean, we could just end up asking Joe Woe, but I, I agree. I think there's just a lot of names here that you would expect to be on those teams that, that aren't. So but, uh, another one, and only I would say this name only because I've had conversations with him recently. I wasn't surprised to not see his name, but I wouldn't have been surprised if he was on here, was Neo Rooch. So Neo, who's obviously a part of FaZe, he doesn't compete <laughs> and hasn't competed in in a really really long time if maybe ever i mean it was like way long ago but i've I been think he only put in that tourneys yeah but i talked to neo recently and he he's been playing a lot of rebirth obviously he's been posting clips like crazy i dm'd with him for a while and talked in his stream a ton and he was like i'm i'm ready like i want to start competing again specifically in rebirth so if there's more rebirth tournaments tournaments coming up let me know uh, i don't know if that was ever conveyed to phase i mean they ended up having an incredible team obviously super evan booyah swag and biffle it doesn't get much better than that in terms of experience mm -hmm. but i would i know everyone would love to see neo compete I, I would expect to see neo in the next big rebirth tournament if not the following one after that yeah i i'm really curious about that too i mean neo is um i, I played in neo a couple times he's a homie and he's i used to play against him all the time in snd i mean yeah you know, he's always been a top player in, like, everything. I mean, in S&D, he was, you know, one of the, like, 
greatest S and D players at the time, and like like back in like MWR, he would just absolutely destroy everybody. Uh, he'd sit on top with a bear at fifty cal and just snipe <laughs> everyone, and <laughs> everyone can play. Because yeah, I mean, he's always been a good sniper too. I don't know. A lot of people probably don't know that, but he's always been an amazing sniper. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I'm curious how he'd do in like a situation like this. And like every tournament is different, but this tournament has like what every gun allowed pretty much, right? I mean, it's got, I think it's got shotguns. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's got shotguns. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's got snipers. I don't think there's any limits on the weapons if I'm remembering correctly. Like it's kind of the wild west out here. So if snipers were allowed, this man would be clipping heads. <laughs> Well, snipers are allowed, right? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, oh, they okay, are sorry. allowed, so he yeah, could yeah. he could do all unspeakable things. For sure. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I know the biggest point of contention was shotguns in the uh, in the quals, correct? I mean, I, I think I see... I don't think... We got crazy. Why don't they ban that stuff? Like, why? <laughs> so, okay, I don't know how much I don't know how much time you have, Gary. I don't want to like limit you. I know you want to. I don't care. I okay, mean... okay. This is the la this is what I was gonna end the conversation with, but I thought, Katie, you did a great job doing this. And well, well this is maybe like the bonus episode, right? Like, this is the bonus part of this this podcast. I want to hear your thoughts, our group thoughts, but your thoughts in particular, Gary, about general tournament formats. And, like, the idea behind, we asked Blast the same question. The idea behind people coming together, making a c compiled group of rule sets for, hey, this is the Rebirth rule set you go by. Hey, this is the Caldera rule set you go by. And all of the, or most of the big players, as well as some other people in the admin scene, come together and make those rule sets so that people like call of duty or people like twitch rivals or whoever don't have to guess on a format that is maybe three months old and outdated mm -hmm. i mean I, I think that'd be really cool i mean i think for any call of duty league uh event they've never had any rules I, i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken yeah um i mean but yeah I, I definitely do think that is something that like we should do uh do i think it's going to happen probably not but it would be something that I think we should do. Um, maybe maybe some people will get together, but I feel like everybody's just on such different schedules with streaming and whatnot. It would be really hard to do. I mean, we could even do it on stream too, but um, I know Aiden's interested in doing stuff like that. So maybe, I don't know, I'll, I, honestly, I'll post, in the, I'll post in the wager chat and see if somebody, uh, if we want to get a few people together and try to do something like that. I just think, yeah, not enough. I just think that like the the problem at the highest level of course there's going to be limitations per event like some events need to be under like i've heard from sponsors slash activision blizzard slash whoever whoever's doing the event this event needs to be under x amount of time like we need to do this event in three hours so like that's going to limit what we can force but this is such a player market right now that the tournaments can be almost not not completely but fairly well directed by players on what the rule sets are i mean for the last mm. 10 events that we've done with boom and in some with Fuse too they do votes on some of the rules before the tournament starts like if we just compiled our energies for like a moment and said hey these are the rules we want for these modes and then tournament organizers could tweak if they have to according to the sponsors once it just makes so much more sense mm -hmm. not 100 i 100 agree yeah uh, that definitely needs to be something that we get done because you know nobody wants to play in these tournaments that have shotguns Besides, you know, a couple right. people, right? <laughs> none, of, none of the people that are consistently, you know, competitive and consistently winning and stuff want, you know, stupid stuff like that. Anybody that's competed before is probably a good way to say it. Uh, I sure. feel like wouldn't want 
I know. stuff like that. We don't allow RPGs and shotguns and, you know, CDL, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's just my opinion. All right. Yeah. All right. Great point. I like it. So I don't are know. we going to release the snail? Yeah, we'll, we'll release it. We could talk forever and ever, but I uh, <laughs> I appreciate you popping on, Gary, and excited, no, yeah. excited to, uh, to talk more in the future for sure. And good luck yeah. in the 100K because I'm sure you're going to do fantastic. Um, Thank you. It's going to be a, a blast to watch. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Katie, uh, anything else before we end it? No, uh, thank you to Gary for coming on, especially last minute. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope the rest of your stream is wonderful and you're showered in far too many subs. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see you guys what happens with CDLR next. Uh, also, to all of the competitive Warzone players in chat, I know there's been a lot of you both chatting and uh, kind of just lurking. Um, love to have you guys on in the future as well. Thank you for your conversation and your thoughts on it. And we'll have to see where it goes. So who knows? We'll wait to see what happens. And uh, the five teams from each group who may managed to make it out alive who knows maybe we'll uh, get a little surprise or two yeah i think it's possible especially with the crazy format we'll see <laughs> all right we'll check you guys later appreciate it yeah